And they've done it again. I can't believe what I'm seeing. It's the sweet taste of victory. What are we witnessing here? Whoa, hold up. Do you reckon they're talking about us? Nah, surely they're not. Why would they be? Yeah, you're right. But just imagine if they could have been. And we're on, man. First episode of the Coulda Beans podcast, straight off the bat here. Let's bring it on, eh? Let's bring it on. It's your co-host here, Matt. Matt Wood. Do we use last names? Matt, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I prefer Woodsa, but yeah, Matt Wood. Yeah, Matt Woody, Woodsa, whatever you want to really call me. And then my co-host over here, Jai. Yeah, Jai Tanner. I could go on for days on, on just nicknames I get called all the time, but we'll just stick with Jai or JT. Well, I mean, how many do you actually have? Do you actually know off the top of your head? <laughs> well, legitimate nicknames, none, but about 25 on the top of my head. I think you named about half of them in, the, in our episode I did on my other podcast. <laughs> anyway, so we don't really need to go bringing them up. But, um, yeah, it's, it's what we've been hoping to do for a little while now. Yep. We mentioned it on, if whoever's the Matt and Mates fans, last episode, we mentioned we were going to do a podcast together and we finally have had the opportunity to get it done. And to be honest, I'm really just glad to catch up with you. Yeah, oh, absolutely, mate. Absolutely, I've been running you around the ringer a little bit with this, trying to get this sorted. But we're finally, we're finally here. I got my Pepsi Max in my hand, and I'm ready to freaking let it go, mate. Just, let it go. Let it all out. Let it all out. Get the show on the road. How um, how's New Year anyway? Are we still saying that, even though we're in February? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Wait, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Did you make any resolutions? Um, no, I didn't make any resolutions because I usually just give up on them halfway through anyway. So, um, no, nah, no resolutions for me this year. This year, New Year's was um, quite average actually. It was COVID, COVID around. So yeah, didn't get to really celebrate Christmas or, or New Year's this year. So what a great start to twenty twenty four for you. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Eh? The vid, the old classic vid. What about yourself, mate? How was yours? Uh, pretty chill, to be honest. Didn't actually do anything. Stay at home. You know what 30-year-olds do now. Oh, yeah. Just bed by eight. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Great fun. But I did make some resolutions, and I feel I- I've made them to myself. I've probably told a couple of people, but I feel if I say I'm on record, it's going to force me to have to do them now. That's, that's a good point, so actually, yeah. one of them, and you'll- I reckon a few of these you'll actually agree with, the two of them. So I've made three big ones. One of them was- to try and reduce any takeout food. Okay. So, like, when I say that, your main chains. You know, like your KFC, your Maccas, all those big ones, because, like, they're just ones that you can go home on the way and just when you're on your way home from work or if you're too lazy, you can just swing past the drive-thru and you're all sorted for the night. Chicken and cheese, yeah. Chicken and cheese, mate. They are. What are the go buckets from KFC? That just goes down too easy. Just, Just too easy. So I've tried to rule them out, but I'm still allowed to do some like Nando's um, grilled because I feel they are healthier. Yeah, okay. Does that make sense? Uh, I I like the loophole there. I definitely <laughs> like the loophole. I'm not sure it makes sense, but I like the loophole. I, I don't know. I feel like if you were to say to someone, let's go out for a burger, saying you're going to go to grilled versus Macca's or Hungry Jack's. Yeah, no. Sounds a bit better. You're definitely, you're definitely right there. You're definitely right. I mean, it's not getting cooked in pure grease. Anyway, exactly. So. so that's where I'm going for. So what about your Alchemos pizza? Are you, are you still getting your pizza from 
non-domino chains. Non-domino chains. Yeah, okay, okay. Because, I mean, you have to... Um, it brings out my 118th to tell it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, pizza's still got to be on there. I've got to keep chilling the old Dante. Um, <laughs> the old- I don't actually know if I'm Italian. I probably find that out. But <laughs> the other ones I had, so that's one that I reckon is doable. Yeah. The other ones I had, <laughs> this one was like, I went, I'll try and reduce my alcohol take for the year. Not that I drink a lot, but I've gone to a habit of having a sneaky beer on like a, all my days of the weekend, like Friday I'll finish and have one. Sad day, I'll go, oh, it's a sad day, I've got to have one. Yeah. And then I've got to end my weekend with one on a Sunday. So I went, all right, maybe if I reduce it to a couple times a month where I drink. I couldn't reduce it completely for the year for yeah. the fact that, like, it's the year of all my mates' 30th. Yeah. And I guarantee I'm going to be drinking that's, some of them. That's just depression on tap. Yeah, sure. exactly. <laughs> so I went, all right, I'll reduce them on some of those days, on some, of, some days per week. Anyway, I just went to Melbourne just recently. Yeah. For a week. Yeah. I reckon I drank every single day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But is there, do you have a loophole with this one as well where holidays, it's like. Well, that's what I'm starting to think <laughs> about. The holidays don't count. Now, I wasn't intentionally wanting to drink every single day there, but it would be one thing like I go around to my sister's house who lives there because I was seeing my little nephew. I was going around to see my sister's house and her partner would just be like, you want a beer? And I'd be like, oh, I. I can't say no. <laughs> like I wouldn't It'd be, be rude. To I me. wouldn't be getting smashed, but I mean, at the same time, I'm still drinking, so it's against what I said. Yeah. So that's going to be one that I've already failed, but let's find out if we can keep going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> starts from now. Yeah, it starts from now. The other big one I had was trying to run a marathon this year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've told me about I, this. I've actually been taken a bit more seriously. Yeah. I've got all my training. I've been training nonstop since the start of the year. Ooh. Even Even paid for an app that coaches me. <laughs> paid for an app, Josh. That's good. Who me. even pays for apps? That is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. There's got to be some sort of oh. copy, uh, freaking cheap way to get it. Oh, like you think. But- you know, LimeWire way. <laughs> LimeWire. <laughs> Download a program from there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've just decided that that was going to be a task because I've never actually, I don't want to say I've never, well, this is the point of the podcast anyway, I've never actually accomplished anything. <laughs> so I thought it'd be cool to sort of tick a marathon off the list. Yeah. Okay. So I figured this would be the podcast to do it. Yeah. Now I'm still trying to decide on what marathon I'm going to run yeah. and how soon, but I think I've chosen one. Yeah. Or how far is it? It's in June. It's in June. Okay. So- I've never run a marathon. The furthest I'd run before I made this decision was 12Ks in the HBF fun runs. And even then, I'm like... Still impressive. Still it's impressive. not really. It's well, I mean, it's still, no, it's, I mean, not many people have run 12Ks. Okay, I'll honest. take that. We've got to find the statistics out on that yeah. one. Um, that's what Zane would have been handy for. Yeah. Oh, By the way, Zane should be here too. We've completely forgot about that. He couldn't be here today to record, but we're thinking of you, Zane. Um, digressing there. Shout out to you, Zane. But the only one I could find, anyway, going back to marathon chat, the only one I could find was a marathon in June that's actually an ultra marathon. Oh, oh, so you're just skipping the marathon part and gone straight to ultra. Well, it's like when you go to starting something brand new. Instead of buying the cheap secondhand stuff, you buy the brand new things that cost the most expensive. Yep. And I figured, well, that's the way we go about this. Let's skip that marathon altogether. Let's just jump straight into the ultra. Yeah, all right. So it's 50Ks. 
Oh, God. <laughs> what? 50Ks in one day? Apparently anything over, in one day. Yeah. Anything what? over a no, normal marathon, which is 42, works out to be an ultra. Over 32 kilometers. So, sorry, 42 kilometers is a marathon. Yeah, so, if yeah. you run anything more than that class classified as ultra. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. Oh, so every marathon's 42K. Yeah, every marathon's oh, right. 42. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I thought you could have 26 like a- miles if you're American listening. Yeah, yeah. All right. We know about you guys too. You're backwards. Uh, but yeah, so that's where I've gone with ultra marathon in June. <laughs> that extra eight days is going to hurt. It's going to fucking rip me apart. But I've put it on here because now I'm going to force myself to do it. Yeah. I'm doing the training. I have to commit. Come June, I will do it. If I do not, now I was going to say by June, I, this would count for, but I reckon we'll go by the end of the year. If I do not run a marathon by the end of this year, mm. now you know what? Better than this, right? If I don't run a marathon by June, this ultra one. Oh, Okay. Okay, he's putting it out there. You get to slap me as hard as you can. Oh, bit of a slap we, there. We love a slap bet. How many of my other fans? Oh, okay. If I don't run a marathon by the end of this year, you get three slaps with me to use from now, from then, into eternity. Oh, my God. All right. Let's... I'm that confident I'm going to do it. Oh, my God. All right. I'm bringing this up every <laughs> single podcast. I can't. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna try and you know derail you a bit here as well. I want those three slaps. No, I don't. I don't really. I don't really. I want. You, let's get this done. But that's impressive. Take my knees out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do all the training, and I'll, I'll take your knees out. Should have probably put some little uh, classifications in there for like, oh, maybe if I injure myself, it doesn't count. No, uh, no, it's on record. It's, it's now. on record. It's on record. We're, we're, that's how it was. Oh, so no, nah, that's commitment. All right, that's cool. commitment. Anyway, we've digressed a fair amount there. Yeah. We should probably let the people know why we're even talking like this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good idea. So, actually. Could Have Been's podcast, reason we really wanted to do this was whoever listened to the episode uh, or episode 11, or final episode of the Matt Mates podcast, where I interviewed Jai, we spoke about how we both failed to reach our goals of being athletes, in quotations there, and Instead of just instead of just accepting it, we just let it sit on ourselves for so long and went, oh, well, what if we had done this? What if that? So we kind of look at it as could have been, could have been an AFL player, could have been a professional cricket player. Didn't quite get there. And instead of making it a big deal and a sad time, look at me, there's so many other people in our, in our situation as well that why not just have a bit of fun with it and make a whole entire podcast dedicated to the could have beens. Matt, absolutely, absolutely. Everyone, everyone has a sort of story um, where something didn't go their way, or you know they weren't in the right place at the right time. And one of their, you know, everyone's had a dream crush at some point. I'm sure, surely, several, oh, everyone's. If had you a dream haven't, crush. then God, you're living the best life ever. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, everyone's got that story out there. No one's story is better than the others. Or no one's sad, um, story is sadder than the others. So, um, yeah, I'm just keen to hear other people's stories and what they've gone through. Um, just for myself, it would help myself a lot. 100%. Yeah. Because, yeah, er- everyone's, you know, had a dream and hasn't succeeded that at that dream for whatever reason. You know, unlucky, haven't been in the right spot at the right time, whatever the case. Yeah, there's lots of stories out there, and I'm just keen to listen to them, really. Yeah, and this podcast isn't for just us. It's for all of you. So we kind of really wanted to, because obviously your story is becoming wanting to become an AFL athlete, didn't quite get there due to injuries and all of that whatnot. 
me, it was wanting to be a professional cricket player, but lazy as shit. Along with just going, just other stuff coming no, in. Well, so, talk about injuries. Dude did an ACL when he was freaking 16. nothing. Who needs knees anyway? Far out. You know, three years into his cricket career and he's done his ACL. I mean, that's, it's not like, it's not lucky. I mean, if we want to blame it purely on that, sure. All right. I could have been the next Paddy Cummins, but my knees took it away from me. I, I, that's how I look at it anyway. But anyway, we, we basically want this to be all about other people have this similar experiences so we really want anyone that's listening to send through reasons or stories based on why you're could have been what was your chosen field was it to be a sportsman was it to be a musician was it to who really was it to own your own business but instead you went not too much too much i want to work for someone else we don't care what it is just as long as it's got some background to it some story and if you feel like you could be a could have been jump on us Join this train because we still have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and never will, probably. Yeah. 30 years old and still just starting a podcast up. <laughs> Living the dream, mate. Living it. But that's basically what we want. So there will be a prize as well, I'm thinking. We'll do an award for the what could have been of the year. Of the year. The best story. What do you reckon? I like that. Yeah. What, how, how would we determine that? Um, I feel like we should get a segment together where anyone who sends in, we read out their answers. And then should we make the judgment? Like, we'll have Zane here as well jumping. We should also mention Zane will be joining us, uh, our producer, I guess we'll call him. He'll chime in from time to time. Yeah. He's not here today, unfortunately. Zane, we miss you, but, eh, you're, <laughs> you're probably a big part of this somehow. We don't really know. But I feel like with three of us are voting, we can probably make a decision from there. Yeah, that's, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Or should yeah. we share it on socials? I feel like it just wouldn't make work if we shared it on socials. Yeah, it wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't work now. Maybe we could do... I feel three. I feel that us three can definitely... Yeah, definitely. Decisions. Mate, yeah, we'll, we'll do it this year and we'll, we'll go for The now. winner, we, we'll get a trophy together? Oh, for sure, yeah. For yeah. sure. The inaugural. The inaugural if what could have been. The inaugural what could have been award. What could have been of the year award? Yeah, absolutely. What could have the could have been of the year award? But yeah, we can get that together. If any trophy stores are listening, we wouldn't mind having you as a sponsor, so we don't need to pay for it. <laughs> we know that you're all listening. We currently don't have a budget, so the more that one of you mentioned, the better. <laughs> if you have any like old soccer trophies out the back that aren't getting used, gymnastics, whatever it might be, throw it our way. That'll do. I how about I'll sort of like this idea as well. I want like a we hand out a trophy maybe, and then we also have like a plaque that we could maybe put in the background, and you know you know so you and can just have, have every name. yeah everyone it's like every, sports carnivals yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah two thousand four Moresby or whatever oh, Moresby Moresby it was I I drove Moresby just in case anyone forgot about that we I drove Moresby to like back to back wins. I'm going to make sure I edit that part of it. <laughs> Most we can get fucked. Somehow got all the good kit. But that's basically where we want to go with that. And along this journey, we're going to have a lot of things to say and probably aren't relevant to what we even talk about. We sort of just want to share some stories and just things that are going on in our life as well. Yeah, for sure. Which I'd like to talk about Survivor as well. Yeah, well, we can bring Survivor into it for sure. Reality. I, I'm not really too much interested in that. So yeah. you can, by all means, talk about it. There'll be some below deck talk as well, people. So stay tuned <laughs> for that. Uh, but that brings me into our first segment, which is run by myself. The Woody's Wonders. Yep. 
I've put together a great, a fantastic, an amazing jingle to start it off. Oh, yeah, right. Let's go. Let's go. You ready for it? I'm ready. I'm ready. It's going to be the best. I don't actually have it ready to play, so I'm going to have to edit in later, but we're going to hit pause for a second to put it in. We're going to pretend we've listened to it, and then you're going to give me your reaction after. I'm ready. Easy. All right. Ready? Ready? So I didn't quite get the chance to put a jingle together, mainly because I'm lazy. So let's just pretend this is the best one you've ever heard. Revolutionary. How you know, good? If you, if anyone's seen that two and a half man episode where Charlie has to make that little jingle, um, and Jake keeps dissing it, and it's always the best jingle out. That's basically what it was. It was amazing. I did not think would ever get a two and a, a two and a half man <laughs> reference on this. <laughs> I watched that. I watched um, that episode last week. So. It's yeah, the front of my brain. Oh, my God. I can't believe we've opened up with that. But anyway, Woody's Wonders, guys. Here it comes. The best segment of the show. The point of this segment I've put together here is it's looking at the wonderful achievements that have happened in the sporting world or anything in the world that's an awesome moment, a funny moment, or just downright outrageous. Uh, I had that written down, so that's why I said that so fluently. <laughs> it was um, caps. I know. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> not my first radio. But today's segment, I've it, it's going to be based off weekly things, but I've just tried. It's going to be very sport heavy because that's sort of my main passion. But I promise you for people out there that aren't into their sport as much, which surprises me if you're listening, there will be other uh, wonders added to it. Um, so... Should I get into it? Get into it, mate. I'm, I did, I'm interested. I did have a bit of a list. Um, I've had to cut it down a bit, but I've tried to I'll try to not run through all of them. So there are four. I did have about seven, but I thought that'd be way too long of a segment. So we're gonna go with these four. The number one nomination of the Woody's Wonders. Number one. Cricket based. Yep. You mean you're a fan of the Ashes. I love I love the Ashes, you're mate. You're a fan of the Ashes. So everyone remembers the last Ashes series. Australia drew the series, but there was a whole debacle of Johnny Bairstow getting run out and stumped and what you know that whatnot. And the English English has put up this whole little debacle yeah. of like Australia, you cheat, you're the worst people in the world. Like, shut up, he's out. Yeah. <laughs> so Johnny Bairstow, probably not the best, not the best type of bloke to have a beer with. After all of that, I'd say. Yeah. Something just happened in the England and Indian series just being played. Okay. So it's about time Bearstow sort of had a bit of a taste of his own medicine. And he's gone, he's batting all right. His team needs him to lift. And so what's he gone and done in a country where it's a heavy spin, the pitchers can do absolutely anything? He's gone and left the ball by, I believe it's the Indian spinner Jadeja. Yeah. And this ball was definitely hitting the stumps. Yeah. Bear still hasn't played a shot and has taken out off stump. <laughs> so, why he's just put his bat in the air. He's put his bat in the air. Oh, he's, he's thinking it's going through. Yeah, thinking that. I, I don't know what he was actually thinking. If he hit his pad, it was definitely out. But like, <laughs> it, was, it was definitely hitting the stump. He's left the ball. It's taken out off stump. And he's looked puzzled like exact same look he gave when he got run out against um, Kerry when he threw the stumps down. Uh. I was thinking to myself... What are you doing, bro? Like, Mate, come on. What's What are you willing to achieve here? So for all the Australians out there, this is a wonderful moment because it's a big middle finger to Bearstow. <laughs> I want to hear his, if you're listening, Bearstow, which, again- We know you man, are. Yeah, we know you are. <laughs> we freaking know you are, dude. <laughs> 
please get back and let us know why you did that and let us know if it was a moral out or if they should have called you back because it's pretty out of the sp- spirit of the game was probably called into it account there, you oh, know? Yeah, 100%. 100%. India, should, India should let him come back in because he didn't play a shot. Yeah, exactly. You know, he, he didn't, you know, who is he? Who is but he to know? Again, Bearstow, probably a great bloke, but I don't want to have a beer with you. Uh, another cricket segment. Yeah. A little quick one. This one, as much as it did hurt, it's actually a pretty awesome story. Um, West Indies and Australia series just played, but there was something awesome that came out of it. And I think you probably watched the series too. You've probably got an idea of that final day. I actually did not see much of that final day. So the final day, this West Indies kid, and I say kid because he's like 24. His name's Sharma Joseph. He took seven wickets single-handedly in the in 11 overs, single-handedly carrying West Indies to the win. What? The night before, Stark smashed a ball at 140 k's an hour into his big toe. He had to be carried off thinking he had fractured his big toe. Oh, He didn't shit. play the first uh, like the first part of this next day because they, they were a bit worried like whether he'd be able to take it on. He ended up coming out bowling right away, and then he was just like a man on a mission. Oh, my he God. He took seven wickets in like... One and a half sessions, pretty much lifted West Indies air. Like they, they were just un. It was unreal, man. Just as a, as a fan of cricket, it was unreal to watch. Yeah, that's crazy. And the even crazier part, this kid, he's only been playing cricket professionally for like last year. Oh, what? Okay, okay. <laughs> so this dude's been carried off a field because he's that injured. He he's only played professional cricket for a year, and he's just diddled the best cricket team. That was, the, you know, the, the world chess champions. The, the, world, the world chess champions. You know, there was even talk on the radio the last couple of weeks about this Australian team being the greatest ever. And this kid who he just, he pulled, he just like, he, it wasn't us. even like the bottom order. It was the, he took away the whole top order. My um, Lord. Smith and Green have been doing so well. And then all of a sudden, this guy just smashed them all out of the park. Oh, like, my God. It was awesome to watch. Sucked as an Australian, but still an awesome, awesome thing for cricket. But the thing about this guy, he, He's from like this small, from obviously from the West Indies. He's from this small island where they don't actually have a cricket team. Yeah. Oh. He was a labourer. Though two years ago, he was just a labourer and he was security guard. Jeez. Played cricket on Sundays. <laughs> okay. Didn't barely train, had barely any equipment to train. All of a sudden, he wanted to be like a bit more involved with cricket and see how far he could go. So, he ended up quitting his jobs, moved more inland to be where, like, the main trainings are, and so it can be sort of part of, like, the Caribbean League, which yeah. is, like, the form of the KFC Big Bash here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's ended up becoming, like, they've, they've like, liked what they've seen with him, so he's ended up being a net bowler. So a net bowler is basically someone that just sort of jumps between teams and yeah. is just there solely just to bowl nonstop. Yeah. So he's not a part of any team. He's just solely going from team to team, bowling just bowling, bowling to all these like players whilst they're going out and representing. And he just did that for so long. And then a year after a year of doing that, he's finally been picked up. And now he's just like nice. made his debut for the West Indies in this series. And he's just done that in his second test. Jeez. And so that's a diddling. Sharma Joseph, mate, that is unreal. And that there is, unfortunately, it's not what could have been because it's, he actually made it. Yeah, it's like a. But it's the story of what we would like. Yeah, it's what we. Yeah, it's what we could have been. Hopefully, um, we could have been. I was actually thinking, you know, 
ironic just before the last day you know it's been a while since the west indies have been a powerhouse you know we when when they're up and running cricket's a lot of better sport right yeah, they've, they've been like the, they were such a good team for a long time right. like, you look back at the day of like those massive west indies bowlers, bowlers like, yeah. terrorizing hayden and langer and stuff e- like. exactly yeah and it's just um for those not into cricket this is actually like we apologise, but this is probably more really passionate for me. Yeah, no, it's it's it. Man, that is unreal. That is a wonder. That is a. Wonder. But yeah, so that's my first two. The next two, little left field, tennis. Oh yeah, okay. Tennis. Yeah. So just recently, I was in Melbourne, as you know. Yeah. Uh, really good. Got to see my family. Got to see my new nephew, newborn nephew. Nice. But I finally had a day as a me day. Yeah. So I got to go into the tennis. Oh, so okay. Actually, I went into the MCG, did the tour. Recommend that tour to anyone that's ever gone to the MCG. Beautiful. Yeah. But right across from there in Richmond was the Australian Open. So I've ended up going into the Aussie Open. I knew Kokonakis was playing, so I bought a ticket thinking I was going to go watch him. Yeah. Little did I know what I was about to go and watch. Yeah. So I've rocked up to the arena, John Kane Arena. You step through, You then you've got to wait until the one of the games have finished. Um, so, you know, when they play their points and they – it's game, and then they have their little break before they go to the next game. Yeah. So game's finished. They let you through, so you're not interfering with any of like the sound of that. Sat in my set. I looked up at the score. It's a fifth set. Yep. This guy called Lucas Klein versus Alex Zerviv. So yeah. So this German guy ranked number five in the world versus Alex Lucas Klein, who is ranked 133 in the world. Wow. Going to a fifth set. With the match already at this point, have gone for four hours and ten minutes. I've just rocked up to it. <laughs> yeah, full stadium. Fresh as. And I've sat down, and I tell you what, it was an Australian crowd, but everyone was behind this underdog, Lucas Klein. And my God, was he working the crowd? Hey, yeah. they were going set for. They were going game for game. It went all the way to a tiebreak. Sadly, Lucas ended up losing ten eight in the tiebreaker. Far out. But any point he won, oh man, like the ho- it was the loudest I've ever heard a star. I've been to Optus, not to a full stadium, because yep. I'm a Fremantle supporter. But I, I just could not believe how loud this crowd was getting just for this young fella. And 133 ranked in the world, taking a number five. That's crazy. That to is five a- sets. That, that's that's like. When the Australian Open is on, it's always a good time it's, to just sit in front of the TV and watch some tennis because tennis is so good like that. Unreal. So I really thought the, the reason why I chose this moment, because that's a what could have been moment. Yeah. Imagine sure. if Lucas had a won that. Oh, my God. Yeah, because- like, um, That Zervev just went all the way to the semifinals yeah. and got knocked out by, was it Sinner or Medvedev? Yeah, Medvedev. Yeah, yeah, so he could have been in the Australian Open, the other guy, but he could have lost to Lucas Klein, this like, absolute no one. Wow. So- that there, you are, Lucas. I know you're probably listening as well. We know you are. Um, but Shout you out. are one of the what could have been's MVPs for the fact you've done that performance. And I'm so glad I got to go watch that game because that was unreal to see that final set. That's cool. Where's he from? Is he from uh, Slovakia? Slovakia. Slovenian. Okay. Yes. Um, good. Good. One of our friends are from there. He's probably related to Cav somehow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Cav, definitely. They're all related. Please let us know if you're related to Lucas Klein. Um, and my final moment. My final wonder of the week, tennis again, I know, very heavy with my sport, but I said this is what it was going to be. The name Rohan Bobana. Yeah. You know that? <laughs> it is 
and well, heard- household name. <laughs> yes, household name. <laughs> household name. I think about that name every day, but no, I've never heard that so, name before. Rahan Bopana is from India. Yeah, he's just won the Australian men's doubles final oh, yeah. with Matthew Ebden, another yeah. Aussie. Guess how old this guy is. Dude, he looks like a thousand. Tell me how old he is. He's 43. Jesus. He just won the final in men's doubles with another Aussie. And he's now ranked number one in the world at 43, becoming the first time, the oldest first time in the world number one for doubles. That's crazy. I've seen this dude playing and he's great. He's got a grey beard. You know, he literally looks 50, but he's, it's like he's just, a step ahead of everyone. He just knows where the ball is going to go. He just hits the ball perfectly. It's just, it was crazy to watch, man. It how, was crazy to watch. Can you think, like, the amount of tennis players there are that retire well into their late 30s and they start just doing, like, their, like, muck around charity matches. Yeah. Whilst old mate here's still going at 43, being <laughs> world number one, giving, like, the middle finger to Roger Federer and all those boys being like, hey, are you going to come match me or what? Yeah, like, legit. Far out, man. That is crazy. I didn't know he won. That's crazy. But, yeah, they, they ended up winning it, which I thought was insane. I don't know who lifted most of it, whether it was Ebden. I don't really know Matt Ebden. I haven't really seen much of his games, yeah. but it's just the fact that he's with this old bloke and it just gives you so much hope. Oh, dude. Are we signing up next year? Or you're what? on the... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, do I have a proposition? So those are the wonders done. Yeah. And, you know, watching the Aussie Open, it sort of, it really brings back another part of me because you and me used to love our tennis. Yeah. Didn't Ab- we? Absolutely. I'd- before, I'd say before we really got into footy and you, I got into cricket, you got into footy. Tennis, yeah. tennis is always something we really liked. Actually, yeah. You were all a lot better than me. I started a bit later, and I remember we played a few games, and you'd kick my ass, and then I started getting lessons, and I started—I got somewhat better. And you know, by the age of twelve or whatever, we'd gone into our separate sports by then. Yep. But it really gets me thinking: like, what could have been if we both stayed with tennis? Oh, le- Geraldton pulls out a lot of great tennis players. Legit. Oh, legit. I—I I, um, yeah, I think about that all the time. I remember I got asked to the go into the tennis academy up there um, when I was year six, I think, or year seven. Um, there was two other people as well, but yeah, it, it was. I I remember just getting smashed at every single tournament I I did because I used to play like the people really my age group or the year above and they were just so much stronger and better than me and it was so demotivational but yeah i mean sticking with tennis it would have been the thing to do would have been mate what could have been what mate so basically from relaying all what we just heard then from those wonderful moments like what a segment by the way yeah it was a great segment actually round of applause babes because that was zane hit that that one i know you're not here but hit the hit the applause thing um (laughs) you know what to do (laughs) So it got me thinking. We're we're both we're not getting younger. We're not. we're not quite forty-three, but we're not getting younger. Yeah. What if and just hear me out, what if you and me decide to create our own doubles own doubles pair? Right. And we go and compete in a social competition of <laughs> tennis. So us two with a little bit of training, like we probably have to work out the tweaks. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And yeah. we do it to represent this podcast and everyone other what could have been. Represent Lucas Klein. Lucas Klein, yeah. And <laughs> Ro, Ro, the household name, Rohan Bopara. 100%. What have, how do you feel? Do you feel like oh. you could bring on a doubles companionship to me? Dude, I am all about that. I'm 
lock me in. We are winning this tournament, and we are not stopping until we win in this You're freaking tournament. Right here. We're locking it in. I'm not editing this part out. I'm not letting Lucas Klein and other Han Bo Han down. All right, I'm not letting them down. So you heard it right here. By the end of this year, we'll have played in a tennis competition. Fuck. We'll have won the competition. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you and you'll be seeing us wildcarded into the Australian Open. I, and winning probably the Australian Open, but we That's won't go that. Probably then in a stretch, like well, I, I feel. But well, you know, set the expect set the yeah. expectations high though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. But a hundred percent, I love that idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. I like. Yeah, let's get that. I've even brought the sweatband for the occasion. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Let's get that done, yeah. That's what I want, yeah. I'm going to have the backwards hat, sweatbands on, dust out the rackets, it's on. Oh, my God. Wow, yeah. I need it. Yeah, I haven't played tennis in about a year, so let's bring. Let's get that. Let's after. do it. All right. Enough about tennis. Okay, yeah. On to our next one. And it's now time for probably the biggest segment of this show. And, Jai, I've noticed throughout... The last few minutes, you've really been like working up a bit of a sweat here, a oh, bit of anger started, like steam coming go, from you. Going red, mate. Going red. What's what's it time for? It's time for Tanner's tirade. I will just quickly disclose that I'm not sure that's going to be the official name of the segment, but that's what I'm sticking with right now. Well, we're so. putting a sting in that does that, so get ready for it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's gonna. Let's just keep it as that anyway. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm one to like to voice my opinion on social media and stuff like that. Yeah, like, you know, when I just see something that freaking pisses me off, I just need to let everyone know, like... Let us know. Let us know. Let's just think about it, guys. And, yeah, I've got done some classics on Facebook over the years. But, um, yeah, something that's really been pissing me off in the last couple of weeks, to talk about free kicks and in relation to it being biased or being... You know, it's some it's favouring that team. I so let me just quickly explain. Is this bit, yeah. over the last season of AFL or over all seasons? This is more direct. This is well, I this is directed at every sport really. This is just an okay. every sport sort of thing. But it's it directly relates to the Lakers right now, the Los Angeles Lakers no. and the basketball NBA chat, okay. and it has for the last year or so. Now, I'll, I just want to quickly get off the bat. If you think that a team that has more free kicks than the other team is getting favoured, you're an absolute tool. You're an absolute tool, and you should not be watching sport. Tell us how you feel. You should not be watching sport. When someone on social media or one of my friends come to me and like, oh, this team got more free kicks or this team got more free throws or more fouls, so they must be favouring. Shut the fuck up. Seriously, just shut the fuck up. Did you even watch the game to begin with? Because 90% of the time, I haven't watched the game. And if my friends haven't noticed right now, yes, I'm directing this at you idiots right now because you're the ones that fucking bring it up all the time. But yeah, so I hate it when someone comes to me and or someone goes to social media to talk about, you know, how the Lakers are getting favoured or the Eagles always get favoured. You know, there's a common nickname with Eagles right now um, and the home ground of in Burswood, and it's called Boozwood because all our fans do is boo. And for some reason, when people feel like the umpires become little bitches in that time and start catering to the crowd and start favouring the Eagles, like they don't have a freaking job to do, 
And then they look at the stats and they say Eagles have had 20 free kicks for, and maybe sometimes the other team has 12 free kicks for. And they see the eight difference and they're like, oh my God, the freaking umpire is always favoring the Eagles. Well, you know, I reckon it will go down now with Shuey retiring. It will go down with Shuey. Well, to be fair, Adam Selwood was the original, you know, yeah. high tackler. He started the culture. Sorry, I ruined your flow. You, you did going. ruin my flow. But yeah, I want to just direct back to the Lakers here because the Lakers have a huge free throw differential throughout the season compared to the opponents. I think like we're, we're first in free throws for attempted per game. And then we're like almost 300 free throws or almost 200 free throws ahead of second place, which is ridiculous, which is quite a lot. Um, and last year when the Lakers were outside the playoffs, very like had no chance of making the playoffs, we made an incredible run. The free throw differential was just absolutely massive at that time. And people used to say, oh, the umpires are favoring the Lakers. You know, the rest are favoring the Lakers. Of course, they're going to make the playoffs. Totally taking away this absolutely magical run we've done because they don't watch the games. They just look at the stats and see the difference. Now, the reason why that pisses me off is because when you actually watch the freaking game or the fucking game, sorry, let me just say how it is. When you actually watch the fucking game, yeah, understand why that is. The Lakers, we don't shoot threes in a in a league that is shooting from a distance where you don't get fouls. We continuously tack the paint. We're second in the league in paint points or something like that. We got people who can't shoot threes. Our two superstars are inside players. No shit why we would have a huge free throw differential compared to most teams who are out outside the arc shooting fucking threes. Yeah, my friends here who never watched a fucking game or watched maybe two minutes at the end of the last quarter say, oh, fucking, how do the Lakers get 20 more free throws than the fucking Golden State Warriors? Well, it's because Steph Curry's fucking jacking 12 threes and LeBron James is inside the paint trying to dunk on five people. Give me a fucking break. So, yeah, if you're one of those people that looks at free kick differential or, you know, sees some team has more frees or fouls for... And you think that relates to favoritism? Shut the fuck up. Go watch the game and just understand what the rules are because I guarantee you, you might find a couple there, but at the end of the day, free uh, the different if there's a difference between fouls and free throws, it does not equate to bias or favoritism. So just shut the fuck up with that narrative because it really pisses me off when the, you take away from my great Lakers. So I'm sorry for that, Woody, but I, I I've had that on my chest in a while. I've been, I, wow, yeah. wow. That, are, you, are you okay? I'm not okay. I'm like this is this room's turned into a sauna. <laughs> like no. I, for a moment, there, I was just watching you. You were on like your own little world. I felt like I was the one saying this, and I don't give a fuck about NBA. <laughs> yeah. Well, mate, I, yeah, it's been boiling up. It's been boiling up. Um. And I'm just sick of seeing it, mate. I'm sick of seeing it. Oh. You know, I, I put it in my fantasy in my fantasy basketball chat to those dumbasses there a lot of the time, but it just never does justice. So that's, it's good to finally get it off the chest. With that's words. great. That's there, the first ever Tanner's tirade. And my God, I'm. I feel like I. Uh, feel like I should just leave. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some space, please. Give me some fucking space. Oh, Jesus. I don't know how we're going to even top that next one. But uh, <laughs> thank you for that. I'm looking forward to more. If you also have anything to work Jai up about or have anything to throw back at Jai regarding 
whatever that really was. I, I tuned out for a moment there. Yes. But uh, send it through because I'm sure he'll have some great opinions to share. Yeah, I can guarantee you we're going to have a lot of differential, uh, differenting opinions. Is that the word? I'm yeah, that's a word. We can- yeah, we'll go. <laughs> it works. That's a word for this podcast anyway. So, yeah, I can guarantee we're going to have a lot. Send them through. Get me worked up because um, I love to just argue on the internet. I think arguing... Like, debating is is a good thing so uh it's debate it's not arguing people get scared of arguing but yeah i like to debate man debate's like just a cool thing and i don't take any you know harsh feelings from it unless it's my direct friend so where was this in high school you were never part of the debate team yeah <laughs> we would have won if i was i guarantee i guarantee probably you would have just you would have beat the shit out of the judges <laughs> just started getting angry at the call oh, i would um, after, after that appearance, it would not surprise me. Yeah, but yeah, send through your, if you know, don't agree with me, agree with me, which I'm sure is going to be the case 90% of the time. Um, I'm going to say some hot takes there as well. Just send them through, man, and let's, let's get a combo. Let's, let's crack this down. Let's crack this down. Tanner's tirade. You've got it. First one of the year, many more to come. <laughs> well, that's uh, it's been a hot take so far. Yeah. I think the mixture of the wonders and the tirade really have... Um, Really, probably deterred a lot of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> if there was any listeners, I apologise. Please come uh, back. We've, we'll have better things to come. Well, we were going to end on a nice, light-hearted part. We wanted to bring in some games. I know we had several to do. We did have one lined up for today, but uh, I'd done all my preparation. This is the type of person I am. <laughs> Prepare myself so much. I'm ready to go. I'm sitting, waiting at the door for Jai to come through and start this off with me. And what have you forgotten, Jai? Um... My brain, pretty much just everything. Eh? Now, my laptop with all my notes on it is at work because I haven't been at work for the last week. Yeah. So. so, Jai has come in with excuses. <laughs> and so, unfortunately, there will be no games today, which um, if you're at school, it's basically like you forgot to bring your hat. <laughs> so, you can't go outside. So, unlucky for you guys, or it could be lucky, means that you're not going to get as long as an episode. So, we're going to have to go down a different avenue here. Yeah. So, I thought instead we can try and name our biggest guests we want to bring on the show. That would be cool. Yeah. We can go for, I reckon we name one legitimate guest. Yeah, yeah, cool. Who, like, we could easily get through the door. Yeah. All right. I like that, yeah. So maybe one realistic goal. Yep. One maybe not realistic goal. Maybe A dream. A A dream goal. Yeah, one dream goal and then one, you know, Dream realistic, if that makes sense. Dream realistic. So it's like, it's a big, it's like if we actually get a listener or two, maybe we might be able to work our way up a little bit. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right. So, do you want me to start or you want to start? Yeah, you go, you go first, you go first. Who's your short term? All right. So, my short term, oh, it's going to have to be someone we know, someone that can really bring in something here and- I'm going to go with Noah Strom. Yep. So everyone knows Zach Strom from the Matt and Mates podcast, his younger brother Noah, for the fact that he's playing waffle football, which is great, but the young fella has he's been represented a fair amount in like state squads, but he's not like a he's not a known name. Yeah. He's been overshadowed by his older brothers for so long. Mm-hmm. He, his younger sister plays for Fremantle. I the poor guy he just he sits down in the back line. He does his job. <laughs> he all he does is punch his balls. He can't kick a ball to save his life. I don't know. I've never really watched him play Noah because you don't get the ball much. 
But I feel he's just a guy that he gives the absolute all, but he never actually got to make it. He didn't get into the AFL system, which is unfortunate. So he he's definitely could have been in a sense that he didn't get to that level. Yeah. But he's still doing great things regardless. Cool. So that's my short term. Noah, yep. if you're listening, you're on the list. My oh, my dream. My dream. Yeah, your dream. So this, this is, is not realistic at all. Like there is pretty much no way this is going to happen. I'm like, I reckon it could be a chance. So let's go. Like, I'll say my dream realistic. Is that what we're calling it? Is, yeah. that, is that a fucking yeah. oh. I, I don't know. Something like if we get big, we know. All right. Okay. So if my somewhat all-time realistic dream would be the X Factor himself from Fremantle. Do you know who I'm about to say? No, I don't know. Kepler Bradley. Kepler, oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. For the fact that, yes, he did play AFL, but my God, did he not know what he was doing half the time. <laughs> what a career he had. He made a lot of Fremantle fans frustrated and happy at the same time, but I feel like he's just got a great story to share for the fact of he's played AFL like he reached his dream playing AFL, but he's not going to be known for the great things about playing AFL. You know, like your Dusty, your Gary Ablett, your Matty Pavlich. Not like those big names are like super stars of the game. Yeah, he's just going to be known as the guy that could either kick some rem- rem- miraculous yeah. miraculous goal from fifty on the boundary. Or he could fumble a ball on the goal spear and somehow still kick it out in the foot. Yeah, <laughs> look like he doesn't. He shouldn't be on the ground. Yeah, sure. So that's my two for there. I like that. My dream. I don't really have a set dream person at this time. I can't really think of who one would be. Who would be a dream? Could it be? Mm. It's a tough one. I feel we may need to come back to that. Yeah, that's a tough let's, one. Let's leave I'm, that up. Yeah, that's a tough one. If you've already got one though, but who? Those are my two. I'll have a little think for now. But who have you got? Um. See, so now now that you said yours, I'm probably batting a bit high here. But that's good because that's what we do on this. We, we, we aim high and we never hit it. <laughs> um, my sort of realistic one. I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's realistic because it's not a big name. But there was this person on Survivor from Perth. Um, sorry, from WA. Um, her name is Jenna Austin, and she got in. This is on Survivor Champions vs Contenders, maybe five years ago now. And she got injured, and you know, basically was taken out of the show. She got voted out, but basically it was like a noble thing. She didn't want to quit, so the tribe just voted it out. So I think she'd be interesting because, like. I couldn't think of anything worse. A lot of people's dream, you know, a lot not just Survivor, but a lot of people's she's doing her dream potentially on mm. Survivor and then she gets injured unluckily and and has to be taken off. Like you're right there and at the you know, and you can't even complete it because of some unlucky bullshit. So I'd love to just to speak to her about that because she could have been a Survivor winner. Who knows, you know? We'll never know. What could have been? What could have been? Um that's my that's my sorta of realistic. My dream realistic or, you know, my big my big one. Who would I go? We can fly people from America if we have to. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's one I'm thinking. The people who want to be on this show, let's be real here. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, so my sort of dream goal, uh, dream realistic one would be Jamie Graham. So he's a former West Coast Eagles player. He played in 2005, like that was when he was at his best, 2006. I think he debuted maybe 2002 or three. I could, I'm not too sure about that, but he was just a dude who flew under the radar, but did his job like every great backman does. And he um, missed out on the 2006 grand final. He played in the 05 grand final, missed out on the 06 grand final because of injury, and then retired not too long after that because of injuries. So... Um, never played in a flag. Never played in a flag. So that's someone I'd like to talk. To, I'd like to talk to. You know, like what that feeling is, and just yeah, because there's a big difference between being an AFL Premiership player and and not just so, being a no one from AFL. Yeah, not many people would remember him. I'm that's surprised you went with him. Yeah, considering we had one right up our sleeve that you could have easily said. Yeah, right. Is this Tom Swift? Thomas Swift, David. What the. F- Fuck, I've not heard of that name. Mate, wasn't he so, meant to be like the next Chris Judd for West Coast? And he, then he played oh, like five games and did what? Oh, average three disposals he, or something? Yeah, well, he, he became a doctor, I think. So he did a no, great thing. He didn't thing. play AFL. What did he do? He's saving lives. Saving lives of being a shit AFL player, what would you rather? Um, or being a good AFL player, I should say. But yeah, that's actually a great one. That's actually a good one as well. well but, Tom Swift, if you're listening. Hope. Yeah, we'd love to get you on. <laughs> Great. Um, and my dream one. Yeah, I don't really have a dream one. Like, I guess it's not really a what could have been. It's just a dream podcast. And that would be Tyson Stingline. Tyson Stingline. <laughs> Stingline. Of course, it'd be Tyson Stingline. I've been begging Will Schofield to get him on the uh, back chat. Back chat. Yep. Potty. And he's liked the comment a few times, but he's not gotten through to it. So I want to finish the job. Disappointing. Yeah, let's get him on. Let's be let's be bigger than Backchat. Yeah, he probably he, not doing the same things as Backchat, but let's be bigger than him. For the people who don't know, Tyson Stengline won Ben Cousins and Chris Juddy's Bramlow. So he's a goat. He I just like to mention that he was he was your cousin, wasn't he? He was no, that was Stephen Hill. Sorry, Stephen. Stephen Hill. And I can't get drunk. Brad Hill were my cousin. Oh, well, what a fun game that was. <laughs> Everyone else is expecting something better than this, but here we go. So if you've made it this far, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing, but that is, I think that's officially it. That's the first episode done. Tick that off. How do you feel? Not great. I'm Thank God you're here for carrying me through this. But um, yeah, I've finally we got that off the off the thing. Hopefully I can improve to <laughs> down the line well it's it's a game of improvement isn't it it is it is you're not going to be the best at your first try are you exactly and that's why we've got that could have been spirit stuff that shimbo into spirits it could have been spirit we could be the best podcasters ever who knows we will be <laughs> we will be. set that expectation high job for god's sake <laughs> we didn't make afl or the australian cricket team let's just aim next for the best, best thing joe rogan we're coming for you <laughs> that's a good idea but that's us done for this episode. Stay tuned. We've got more to come. We promise it'll be better. Thanks for listening this far. If you've really made it to the end, really question your life choices, for some reason, thank you. Thank you very much. Catch you.